Stories of change, stories of hope, stories of inclusion. Let's say their names. Vicky Van Zandt, Jerry Leong, Nancy Baker, Jean Reichman, Wyla Wood, Sue Kelly, Shauna Reynolds, Jackie Flowers, Joe Ditto, Anita Decker, Joni Tefilo, Suzanne Cooper, Tracy Lebau, Crystal Bell, Annette Creekbaum, Deborah Smith, Susan Ackerman, Megan Capper, Libby Kalnon, Kristen Masler, Mary Winky, and many others that came before them. These women help shape community ownership of electric utilities in their towns, cities, states, and regions. They are living public power sheroes. Equally, these women have made investments in the professional development of other women. These frontline women are paving the way for many more to come. While we acknowledge these pioneers are important, we must also nurture, grow new talent to ensure a stable, trained, inclusive public power workforce. This is not just about finding women leaders of tomorrow, but recognizing and encouraging participation in all parts of our workforce across the entire potential talent pool. Training and grooming up the support of, retention of a more diverse workforce, especially as public power utilities face labor shortages. Identifying and developing the untapped potential of those in the workforce who have historically been underrepresented in public power or restricted to in specific roles based on race, gender, or even ethnicity pushes the ideals of public power in a new frontier. Throughout our history, by virtue of sticking to our core values, community ownership, nonprofit operations, responsive service, local decision-making, public power has remained an example of how utilities can serve all customers. Inclusion has always been a core value within public power. Rural electrification brought power to the people. Public power utilities reflect local values, including a decarbonized energy future, strive for affordability and fairness in rates, are beholden to the public and not the shareholder. To remain relevant, our workforce also needs to represent the community we serve, to contribute to the community's vitality. Affordability, reliability, and inclusion are energy justice at work. There is undeniable power in representation and inclusion. While the industry is at the precipice of a silver tsunami, may we aspire to stories of change, hope, and inclusion. My heartfelt gratitude to public power. We 
started in hard times to bring us all in into the laughter. Welcome to a special bonus live recording of Public Power Underground coming to you on location at Northwest Public Power Association's annual meeting in beautiful Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Public Power Underground is Public Power's premier infotainment program that covers public power and public power adjacent news from the power department's perspective. I'm Humira Falkenberg, the power manager of Pacific PUD. A star of Public Power Underground's bonus episodes and today's guest host. And I'm Brian Fawcett, the voice of the underground, star of Public Power Underground, an original member of the cast, Power Department Emeritus and Economic Development Manager for Klatskin IPUD. And I'm the Creative Director of Public Power Underground, Manager of the Power Department for Klatskin IPUD, and the producer for today's recording. We've got to get it all put together somehow, you know what I'm saying? It's got to be all put together. Humira, thank you for the beautiful cold open. I think your message is one that we're really excited to talk about today and really excited to talk about ways we can recruit people into public power to develop them, to train them, to make sure we got talented professionals coming to fill the ranks after the great resignation. That's kind of what it was called, right? The great resignation. Great resignation. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, let's get it going. Yeah, no, no pun intended, but that was a powerful message. So uh, in this bonus episode, we're going to ask any of the high-flying public power celebrities in attendance at this year's annual conference what their best pitch is for recruiting new folks into Northwest public power professions. We're excited to hear their pitches and provide color commentary on ways to make the pitch better. We're honored to be joined by John Hairston, the administrator and CEO of the Bonneville Power Administration. Bonneville Power Administration is also one of four power marketing administrations within the United States Department of Energy, whose role is to market and transmit wholesale electricity from multi-use projects. John, welcome back to Pope Power Underground. Hey, thank you. Glad to be back. Yeah, absolutely an honor to have you back. Uh, we have merch now. This is not yours. I am not giving it to you. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm disappointed, but you know, no, it looks sure. like it's less than 20 bucks, so I could actually accept it, so I'm disappointed I can't take it home with me. Yeah, that's, a, that's nice of you to say. Yeah. That's nice of you to say. Um, as, as you know, we mentioned at the beginning, and as Humira pointed out, like we're, our, our goal tonight is to get recruiting pitches from all the celebrities that are here joined together. Um, what's the best pitch we have for new professionals coming to public power. You mentioned uh, Bonneville Executive when you were studying at Southern, Southern Methodist University. No, it was the Southern University. The Southern University. In Baton Rouge, Louisiana. In Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah. You had a Bonneville professional come yeah, recruit um, you. George Bell, he was an um, executive, also an um, electrical engineer at Bonneville, and um, you know took interest. Actually, uh, he knew my parents because they attended Southern together, okay. so I was a legacy and um, ran across him, he asked me what I was doing and, and kind of got me interested in Bonneville Power. And that was, you know, he really made a great recruiting pitch in that one. Um, they were is bringing it, it on. Is this your recruiting pitch too? Is this well, your recruiting pitch? No, this is not mine. Okay. Okay. So you're going to You're going to take three swings at this, aren't yeah. you? You're yeah. going to take three swings at the recruiting <laughs> Four pitch. Four if I can. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, what he, what he expressed was flexibility and that's what I needed at the time. I was finishing um, college and I had played college baseball. I had an opportunity to play professional baseball, and I was looking for, um, you know, an opportunity to keep my 
uh, skills in my major, which was economics, as well as uh, be able to go off and play professional baseball in the spring, go to spring training and play a season. And he listened. He said, hey, we might be able to provide that type of flexibility with temporary appointments, something okay. that the federal government allows. And it worked out for me. I was able to get on with their rates, design rate uh, forecasting group, um, do a little um, you know, Fortran modeling and Fortran oh, and Fortran, Cobol. another yeah, Fortran know. friend. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, data specialist, Luigi Jolene, uh, okay. knows Fortran. Fortran. A yeah. recent graduate, Luigi. they still use Fortran. Fortran. Can you believe that? Hey, I, I can't believe it because I remember walking around with those big stacks of paper and developing a variable dictionary for our um, supply pricing model. That's awesome. And, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun, but, you know, it gave me an opportunity to get into the industry, learn about it. And for me, you know, what was better than to be able to work in rates, see where all of our costs converged into our rates, and be able to develop the variable dictionary so then all of the tables and everything I understood. So it was a great, um, you know, grounding for me in the, um, you know, in the way Bonneville, um, you know, did business with our customers. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it's important for us to be able to provide those opportunities to today's students. Yeah. I mean, this is a real pivotal um, point in our industry. Like you mentioned, the great resignation. Yeah. Uh, but there's opportunities to bring new folks on, to get them interested in what we're doing. And uh, I look at it as a real pivotal point. Uh, we've got emerging markets, emerging technologies, um, the moving towards um, zero carbon. And, you know, most of the students, the uh, folks, you know, today who are looking for opportunities uh, are interested in that. So, so I think it's a matter of us just getting out there and talking about it. So, John, is there, does Bonneville have a formal program which is from school to BPA, school to electric sector program that raises their own? Yeah, so, you know, there's a number of ways that we go about it. One, okay. we do have a student program. You do? So, okay. Yeah. So we offer positions during the summer or during the year where college students can uh, apply. And if notoriously friend of the underground crystal ball was a student, yeah. student intern, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, our deputy um, uh, of power uh, services, um, uh, Melanie Spragans, actually okay. was somebody who came up through our student program. And our um, deputy chief workforce and strategy officer, Shauna Kewen also came through our student program. So there's a number of really um, impactful professionals and executives at Bonneville that did come through that program. So we offer that. Uh, we also try to get students interested in Bonneville and the industry um, through our Science Bowl. Yes. Uh, we sponsor a Science Bowl, yeah. You know, you, we've talked about that on our interview, the Science right. Bowl. Huge fan of that. So we do it for both high school and middle school students. And it's a great way for us to get them interested in the sciences, one, but it's a good opportunity for us to really market what Bonneville does and then, you know, pique that interest. And we've actually had folks come through the um, Science Bowl program and actually become employees at Bonneville. That is awesome. That is awesome. But the key to this is I want your best pitch. You haven't, you gave us the pitch you got on the flexibility, <laughs> right. but I want your best pitch. So new professionals, recent graduates, the, the free agents you want to sign, mm -hmm. what's your two minute pitch? So my two minute credit? pitch is that, you know, Bonneville is unique. Our mission is to make sure that we're providing reliable, um, low cost power to our customers in the region. We're an economic engine for the region. Everything that you do requires electricity. So why not come to a place where you can be part of a greater mission? Um, you can look at decarbonization and attack climate change. Uh, you also have flexibility. Uh, 
the federal government was one of the first flexible workplaces um, known. We had, uh, we were on the forefront of teleworking, and we still, you know, exercise that even more so now, given the um, new work environments. Uh, we also have different opportunities within Bonneville. Uh, I came on as an economist, but I also worked in energy efficiency. Yeah. I also managed a significant power product. The slice uh, product. The slice yes, product. You did. That's right. Yes, I, you um, did. Friend of slice over here. Yeah, you heard it from right. him. That's right. And yeah. you have on-site childcare. Yeah. On-site oh, childcare. No, Bonneville, Bonneville has on-site childcare. Yeah. yeah. And we have a number of different, um, you know, sites throughout the region. Uh, major offices in Spokane. Uh, we have a footprint in Seattle, Missoula. Uh, you know, you name it, Walla Walla, um, Boise. So there's a number of places that you can work with in Bonneville. We even have the D.C. office, which, you know, I thought... Sonia. Yes. Um, you know, Himara's um, opening was very powerful. And I tell you, I've been the beneficiary of some really talented women in my career. Uh, Vicki English got me the opportunity with energy efficiency as yep. a manager. Uh, Ruth Bennett moved me into yes. the... Um, into the um, executive program, and then Sonia Baskerville, who oh I work with gosh, today, uh, is you know I, I count on tremendously for her expertise in dealing with our um, political aspects of political affairs, governmental affairs um, here at Bonneville. So uh, there's a lot of opportunity. Uh, we're really looking at de developing a diverse workforce. So yep. we want to make sure that we're bringing in folks from all backgrounds, and you know culture is number one. Safety and culture is number one for us. So you got an executive team and management team that really care about our employees. And it's a great way, uh, place to work. I've been there 30 years, and there hasn't been a day that I've gone into work that I felt like, oh, gee, I don't want to go today. I've I always- Unbelievable. No, unbelievable. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Absolutely. I've always enjoyed going into work, no matter how tough the challenges are. Yeah. But if you want to be challenged intellectually, Bonneville's the place to be. That's a great pitch. That I really like that pitch. pitch. Mission driven and a challenge at the end. Because mm -hmm. I does that does that resonate with you, Brian? Yeah, yeah, that resonates with me for sure. Yeah. Mission driven, give me a challenge with diversity, diverse peers I can learn from. And flexibility. flexibility. And flexibility. Yeah, flexibility. So I hope. So my last question, we're running over, but I want are you actively recruiting? For in, from colleges across the nation, the way you were recruited across the nation, is this an active thing? You guys go do the. We are, you know the new Notre Dame head football coach Marcus Freeman. He calls himself the the head uh, coach for recruiting. Are you the head coach for recruiting professionals in Bonneville? I'm responsible for it, but I have a new head coach. You do, and oh. that's that's Dan James. Dan James. He's our chief <laughs> workforce and strategy officer, okay. and we just created that organization specifically for the fact that we're coming out of COVID. We want to make sure we had an emphasis on our workforce, and we wanted to make sure that we had an executive, a front office executive, going out and making sure that we're making the recruiting pitches. We're building strategic alliances with schools and yep. with um, trade organizations. Um, like, you know, the Women in Trade organization to make sure that we're getting that diversity and attracting um, new resources to our organization. That's great to hear. Thank you for that. Thank you for joining us. Thank this you was for so much fun. Us, John. You're All back right. again. I, uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna end up coming back like uh, Saturday Night Live, being one of the guests with uh, <laughs> with, with all the tick marks. Yeah, that I want to be invited more than anybody else. So let's let's keep <laughs> He's working going on after that. He's the going belt. for the belt. Exactly. 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 You got to talk Kurt to Kurt Miller. Miller. <laughs> you got to talk to Kurt Miller about the big belt. You've got the yeah, little belt, right? I know. I know. Kurt's I been called out. Yes, all the time. All the time. So thank you so much for joining us. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.
Okay, you ready? We're done for now, but we're not done for tonight. Uh, we're going to chat with more executives uh, to get their best recruiting pitches for folks considering joining public power professions. We're publishing each recruiting pitch as its own episode in a recurring recruiting video series. To make sure you don't miss them, you can sign up for an unintrusive newsletter with links to all the ways to consume this fascinating content at publicpowerunderground.substack.com. Otherwise, you can subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. You can also find our merchandise on Shopify <laughs> by searching for Public Power Underground. That's all go. for now. Thanks for tuning in. Public Power Underground for electric utility enthusiasts. Public Power Underground, it's work to watch. Public Power Underground is a production of Klatskin IPUD and News Data. It's brought to you with the support of NWPPA and TEA. NWPPA was the host for the conference that brought us together and helped coordinate our recording space. A special thanks to Scott Corwin, Brenda Dunn, and Connie Filbert for their help. The Northwest Public Power Association believes in public power. You can find more information about NWPPA at nwppa.org. That's nwppa.org. The presenting sponsor for Season 4 of Public Power Underground is TEA. The Energy Authority is a nonprofit energy portfolio management company whose mission is to help clients maximize the value of their assets and meet their power supply goals. If you know someone at TEA, send them a note of thanks for their support of Season 4. You can learn more about TEA on their website at teainc.org. That's T-E-A-I-N-C.org. These views expressed here are own and not the official views of Klatskin IPUD, news data, or the organization of the guests also appearing on Public Power Underground. Public Power Underground is electric utility and electric utility adjacent news from a power department's perspective. It's written and directed by Klatskin IPUD's power department led by me, Paul Dockery, and it's edited and published by the Stellar team at Pioneer Utility Resources led by associate producer Sarah Wooden. Our theme song, Roll On Enthusiast, was rewritten, performed, and recorded by Aaron Guillory and Ian Bledsoe. Public Power Underground for electric utility enthusiasts. Public Power Underground, it's work to watch. <laughs>